guess who's back, y'all? Um, I have returned from my hiatus, and me and Nikki get down to business tonight on Drunk Love Confessions. Um, we actually got to drink this time. I don't think we've been drinking the last couple of podcast recordings, just because it's been rough nights. So, this time we did, we killed a bottle of Stella, um, and Stella Rossi, if you want to know. Stella Rossi Black, if you want to be specific. But we killed a whole bottle, um, and we had a discussion about upcoming episodes, seeking out people who want to uh, have us answer questions about their relationships. But the big portion of our conversation was about having a relationship or dating someone who has mental health issues. Um, I have done it in the past. I know other people who have, and it seems like Nikki is going through a situation currently. So, you know, you get to listen to us kind of flesh some things out about when about dating people who um, may be suffering from depression or anxiety and things like that. But um, we're back full force. Um, we give you a solid 50 minutes worth of talking. I know y'all gonna love it. We um, updated you on some shenanigans. Nikki has way more shenanigans than I do, which I'm so grateful for because I have literally been on a hiatus. But I hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for listening and tune in to the next episode of Drunk Love Confessions. Thank y'all. Crunch, 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 crunch. Ladies and gents, we're back. Uh, 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 so we should have some, some Yeah, we should have music. some music. Like, Damn it. Look, oh, I need my air horn. You're not getting an air horn. If I had an air horn, man, it would be bad news. Let's see. And guess I'm eating chips again. To hell with y'all. <laughs> yes, guys, we back. We back. My air horn didn't sound like that. Her sounded better. I did that just for her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get my, you know, I'm trying to get my dance hall party on. Would you stop doing that? Because you just gonna make me go back to it again <laughs> and play it again. So it's all the way down. Oh, okay. <laughs> I turned it on. I was about down. to say she was uh, gonna run me out of here with my air horn. <laughs> but um, we're back. Welcome. I know you missed us. Yes, Y'all's ears was burning and a itching. That's because y'all nosy. <laughs> and now that is the truth. Y'all nosy as hell. <laughs> but it's okay. I like to be open and honest with the nosy folks. Yes. So, um, I guess we'll start it off with uh, these few weeks in tomfoolery because we haven't talked in a minute. Um, I don't really have any tomfoolery. Um... The ghost is still around. <laughs> he randomly spooks me every once in a blue moon. But um, outside of that, uh, no, nothing's really been going on. I've been reading my horoscopes. They're kind of scary because they talk about me falling in love, and that's kind of scary. April 5th. So um, wherever you at April 5th, stay away. Like... <laughs> No, I need April 5th to come so we can get the rest of the month going. Oh, good God. We're going to skip over April. We're going April 4th to April 6th. Yeah, we gonna. that's what I'm going to do. Lock myself on the inside. Oh, April 5th is a Friday, too. Yeah, don't you have to work? Shit. Yeah, yes. April 5th is on and popping. 
Ooh, let it be one of your students come in looking all good and sexy. Sexy They don't exist now. If it was one of my students' daddy, that would be a different story. I'm working on a daddy thread. Uh, Daddies and grandpas. I'm uh, I'm all about grandfathers. Oh, my God. Young grandfathers, not you 80-year-old grandfathers. I mean, that's nasty. Nope. If I can get a little bit of cash, not me, from the man about to go. Oh my lord! Okay, wanna, Anna, Anna Nicole. He want to gift me. Oh God! You can gift me all you would like. No, son. Anna Nicole. Okay, so now that's my new name, Anna Nicole. Mm-hmm. But around my yeah, so that I don't really have any tomfoolery. I mean, I just you know, I y'all know that I moved and I'm I settled in my new space. Um, and uh, because I was, you know, moving and packing, nobody was allowed into my crib. You know, the, the uh, co-parenter came over and I made him sit in the car while I talked to him. Because you can't about. go in the house. Like, he was coming to... It, I don't know why he did this, but he left, like, all of his stuff from his car inside my garage. Like, all this... Like, his... I don't even know what it was. And so he had to come and get it because I was moving. Now That's he, why he did it. Jesus H. Christ, for how long ago? Like, I mean, he, he literally... knew that you was going to be like, hey, come get your stuff. And if y'all was on good terms or bad terms, you were still going to make that call. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong? I just, um, <laughs> you know, I guess. Yeah, have some more wine. I guess people, I'm nice. You didn't even tell people we were drinking. We are drinking. We are drinking. Yeah. Yes. That we usually haven't been doing that. But uh, yes, we are drinking. Um, no, when you come to my house next time, I'm making margaritas. All right. We'll be tequila now. Um, hey, boogie me down. <laughs> oh God, not booting me down. But um, <laughs> so like after seeing him, mm-hmm. you know, he showed me pictures of the baby. All right, the fresh baby. I mean, the fresh. She's beautiful. Oh. She's the most beautiful little thing. Aww. Little chocolate baby. Hey. She's so cute. Her name is Chloe. Super Chocolate. cute. Chocolate. You know, but that's what you're supposed to be doing, spending time with your child. Yes. No worries about me because ain't no need. Why would you worry about me? <laughs> you know? But outside of that. My life has been completely and totally uneventful. I mean, except like I've been hanging out with one of my old friends. Like he circled back around, and it was funny because before when we would hang out, I would always initiate it, and then he would never come through. Mm-hmm. But now he texts me all the time and like, "Do you want to go to the movies? Do you want to go get something to eat? Do you want to hang out? I think you should be writing. We should go somewhere so we can write together." Yes. So that's a good motivating friend. So. Yes. Um, me and him are hanging out more okay. than, um, in the past. And, I, you know, he's not working now because he has PTSD because he worked in a bank and they got robbed. Oh, shit. Okay. So he's not working for right now. You know, he's, you know, he get paid, but he's not working. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he has a lot of free time. So when he not in the gym, he at the cigar bar. That's what I was at the cigar bar with. That time. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. About that. Okay. So, um, like he's been calling me and we've been hang we've been planning to hang out, but because I was moving, I wasn't really doing anything. But this weekend I'll probably hang out with him because I can't really do much because I'm broke. After you move and you, you pay everybody, broke. I'm super broke because I moved at the end of a month and they had to turn around and pay rent. Oh. So I ain't got no words. Yeah, so that kind of was jacked. Yes. But um 
Outside of that, yeah, my life has been pretty uneventful. <laughs> so, what about you, Tom Foolery? Uh, where to start? Mm. Look. Um, it's been a little uneventful. Um, huh. well, let me tell y'all a story because I know y'all <laughs> like my stories. Let me tell. Let me show you something. So, um, my neighbor. Uh, across the street? Yeah, across the street. My neighbor across the street, I had came home, changed clothes, went back out, came back, and there was a package on my door. And if y'all know me, number one, I don't let a lot of people know where I live. So I was like, who the hell putting packages on my door? Because I had not ordered a damn thing. Right. So I checked it. It was a bottle of wine, and it was welcome to the neighborhood type gift. And I thought the card said Rita, R-I-T-A. Uh-huh. So, and a phone number. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, the next day, I called from work, because you know I'm very particular about who had my phone number. And um, I called from work, and a guy answered the phone. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I have the wrong number. I said, I got a package on my doorstep. And the guy was like, no, no, I left the package. I said, you cannot be named Rita. He was like, no, it's Raja. I said, that's not what the cards say. (laughs) But okay. All right, then. All right. So, um, you know, he was like, whenever you're free, you know, I'll stop by, say hello, introduce myself. Cool. So this weekend, I just so happened to first weekend in a month, no guests, no nobody. I was home alone, solo, running naked through my house. Just, ah, just naked. Yes. Yes. So, um, I came home from somewhere. I don't remember where it was, but it was like nine o'clock at night. And he walked across the street. Now, picture this. Directly across the street? No. Across the street. Ah! Across, yes, that way. Diagonal. diagonal. Oh! So, peep this. This guy is hollering my name out aloud in the street at 9 o'clock at night. And I'm like, oh, somebody about to get beat up. Nick, hey! 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 Hey, sir. Hey. Hey. Relax. But I see this old man. He about 5 foot. I'm 5 4. He about 5 foot 3. <laughs> Girl. Coming across the street and he got a cane. I said, Oh, what was I worried about? <laughs> he come hobbling across the street. I was like, Can I help you? He was like, Oh, it's me. I was like, Oh, hey, how you doing? So we sat outside, talked for a second, mm-hmm. and then he was like, Oh, I want you to meet a couple other people. So I guess he had like a little get together and everybody was outside. Oh, huh. So I met a couple of my neighbors. It That's was cool. nice. And then he had this guy there, and he was like, oh, this is my brother. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> so we go from the cripple to the ha, ha, ha. Yeah, to the brother. I was like, <laughs> I said, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, brother, how you doing? Right. He was, um, was that both of us? Anyway, he was, um, he was cute. Okay. Right. I was like, brother living around? No, the brother, thankfully, because you cannot be living near me and I'm trying to boo you up. No. So, um, met the brother. We've been talking. He's a nice guy. Um, but nothing has happened. No dates, no nothing. Where's the brother live? The brother is south off of, I can't, uh, well, I ain't gay no name. Off Camp Creek. Okay. So, he's local. Okay. He's super local. Um, so yeah. 
So I met him, and there's this other guy that's interested in me. I have not been on no dates. I instituted my 40-day fast. I I read about that. Yes, my 40-day fast. I was off you dudes. I was completely sober. Like, I was trying not to flirt, but apparently flirting is in my blood. I can't get rid of that. Yeah. But I have not had any contact. I haven't held no hands. I ain't been on no dates. I ain't done nothing okay. with dudes for 40 days. I have... I am 27 days in. Did you give this up for Lent? Yes, I gave dudes up for Lent. All right. I'm 27 days in. And um, I would tell y'all I'm struggling, but I'm really not. At first, it was I was struggling. I was having withdrawal symptoms. I was like, I just want to hold a hand. I just want to go out on a date and look at a man. But now I'm good. God, I haven't done that in so long. I'm good and I'm glad. I mean, I've had the intercourse, but I haven't done any I, I've not had anything. Nothing. No. Nada. I have to make something wrong with me. That I'm not really caring about the date. Let me just say, I'm nobody <laughs> this damn popular out. It's only because we're recording. I'm, can I tell y'all, between me and Tam, when we record either one of the podcasts, the phones be lit. Ring. Let me talk to you. Let me send you an Instagram message. If I get off this podcast right now, on my phone would die. That's my phone would die. It'd be on like a regular ass night. Don't nobody be calling my ass. Don't nobody want nothing. I won't even get a text message. I went all day Sunday because you know no pocket all right. day Sunday. My phone didn't ring. Not a once. Nothing. Then nobody want nothing. But it's Tuesday night and everybody is on and urgently needs right. to get in contact with us. So look, y'all know we record on Tuesday. Quit playing. Stop it. Damn it. Mm. So yeah, that's all I got uh, uh, for you uh, people that wonder, like Vincent. Um, I still do kind of sort of have a boyfriend in Chicago. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that. Actually, we won't get into that subject because it's something that I want to talk about in a little while. But um, yeah. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. So no, no updates from um, local boyfriend. Who? Well, alrighty then. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did that just end like slam dunk, like nothing? Yeah. Like he said, I'm off of you and just disappear. Yes. That's some bullshit, son. I feel like that's some bullshit still. Let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you what my best, both my best friends said. That nigga be back. Right, because I think that's some bullshit. It is. And like we said in the previous podcast, how dysfunctional are you that you want me to cuss you out? Right. And I don't, I opt not to, I opt to get off the phone and not say anything, and you think I snapped on you because I didn't say nothing. Right. Dysfunctional. Super fucking dysfunctional. That's extra. Extra dysfunctional. Yes. So nonetheless, no, I am good. Girl. And what? what is that, uh... It's something that was on Instagram. It says, if your presence doesn't, it's not bothering me, but if your presence enhances my life, then I didn't really miss you. Right. Yeah. And I'm good. Like, really good. Jesus Christ. So. I still, some bullshit, dude, is some bullshit. <laughs> I want for niggas to learn to communicate properly. And then you can stop doing these bullshit ass things. But I would rather you do it now than do it later. That's very true. Up front. Yes, please. Do it within oh, the yeah. first three months. I forgot to tell you. I did talk to uh, Biggums. Oh! Yeah, I sent him a message. He's still muted on my side. <laughs> Wait. Yes. He's still muted on my side. Oh, okay. Um, I did send, I sent him uh, 
Or just the messages to make sure, say, ask if he was okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, he waited five hours to return my text mm. to tell me that he was fine. And I said, well, that's good to hear. I'm glad everything's okay. Right. And that was how I left it. Okay. So. Always leaving on good good terms. I also did have to mute somebody else that I was a friend with on my timeline because I never realized how incredibly negative he was. Um, He's not anybody you know. Okay. But... You there's not you never everything that you say, you never say it in pot in a positive tense. Hmm. Like if you were talking about like he has a kid. Okay. So and I'm like, how's the baby? You know, people be like, you know, she's such and such years old now, she's yeah. doing good in school, blah blah blah. But the conversation goes most like goes more like this. She's amazingly intelligent, and I'm just so fortunate. But a raggedy ass mama. Oh, so you. It's just oh. I but I didn't ask about her mama. Good. I didn't ask you nothing about her mama. You gotta let that hurt go. You gotta so let that bitter the thing go. Is that I and it, it, but it's about everything. It's like everything that he says is very negative, and I don't even think that he realizes that he gives off. All this really, really negative energy. Yeah. And he was somebody I had contemplated sleeping with. And I was like, I can't... All of that negative energy you would have just dumped on me. And I, I don't want that. Don't, yeah. Like, I don't want none of that. So yeah. it was kind of like, I had to back off. But I was just like, everybody goes through some shit. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you, do, you look at, out of that? do you look at things positively? Yeah. Like, you got a great job. You had you relocated. You are able to care for your child. Mm-hmm. Like these are good things. Mm-hmm. Like, but instead of the good things, you are like negative Nancy Reagan. And <laughs> Nancy Reagan, that's funny. Yeah. So I just was like, okay, I don't want to unfollow him, but I just was like, I have to mute him. Sometimes you need to take a break. Yeah, I just, um, I just. Uh, was like wow, um, well I feel like I have no shenanigans, but these are shenanigans that I guess are I'm remembering now that I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's been a minute. Will came back to Twitter. Hi, Will. I, I love. I love my Will. timeline went crazy. Oh, I don't even follow back. him. Everybody, yeah, my was timeline so- went crazy. I was like, who the fuck is? I was like, oh, never mind. Well, but here's the thing: is that. A week before he came in, I text him because I have his phone number. Like I've actually talked to him on the phone. So, <laughs> so I was like, "Are you hiding, or did you just go away?" <laughs> he said he was in hibernation, okay. and that he he felt like he was had gotten to the point where he wasn't contributing anything to the conversation. Okay. So he took a break from Twitter. So you That's know, fine. we played catch up. Like I, so I had been texting him. So when he finally came back, I was just like, "What?" Like, I was excited. But you know, Bigums told me a long time ago that every woman on the timeline wants to give it to him. And I was like... I mean, you're a good-looking guy. He's super good-looking. He's a good-looking guy. I hate that I missed my opportunity. Lord, have mercy. It wasn't me. Mm. Will, I'm blaming you. You're not listening, but I'm blaming you. <laughs> you almost segued into our topic, but then you brought up Will, and things got all happy and positive all of a sudden. Sorry. Damn it! <laughs> 
I mean, we can Damn take it. it. We can take it back, though. We, we can, can take it back, back to the negative. We can take it back to the negative. We can take it back to the negative. Mm. This week, we um. We oh, wait, wait, wait! Before we talk about that, just five seconds. Five well, seconds. Five minutes. So I think I told you, or you read about my cousin that came to stay with me. Which one? Only had one cut the food. Oh, the one that um when y'all went to the old lady gang and the food was bad. Yes. Yes. But did I tell you what happened the next day? No, you didn't tell me what happened the next day. People, people. Y'all tell me if I'm out of line. Okay. I had to work. Okay. And so I went to work. I went to work. I took a half day. I went to work from 7 to 11. That's oh. it. Okay. In the four hours, five hours that I was gone, I come home and I walk in the door and my house smelled like burnt. Just burnt. Just burnt. No burnt ham. Just burnt. Just burnt. I was like, so I, I come in. I'm like, what the hell is that? Then every candle in my house is lit. Every candle. That's a lot of sense. I got two candles in here. I got a candle in there. It's a candle in the back. Every wait, 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 wait. Did she have company? Every candle in my house is lit at 11 o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going around. Did the maintenance man come through? I'm blowing candles. The fuck is blowing candles out? Good. So I come and I sit down on the love seat. She's on the couch. I said, "Uh, how was your morning? Like, what in the blue hell is going on in my house?" She says to me, "Oh, I cook breakfast." I wish y'all could see me and Sam face. Well, I'm like, huh, "What? Where? Where?" Now I didn't see no dishes. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was looking. I didn't really see no dishes. I don't know if she washed them or what happened. But it did smell burnt in my home. So then, because it gets better, I go upstairs and I put my purse down and blah, 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 kick off my shoes because I'm at home. And I go in my bathroom and something feels off. You know, just something feels off. So some says, go to your tub. So I go to my tub and I look down and it's wet. I got in the shower. I did not get in the tub. So why is my tub wet? So I come down the stairs and she looks up at me and says, oh, I think something's wrong with your tub. Did you get your ass in my motherfucking... I mean, it came out of my mouth so fast. I was like, did you get your ass in my motherfucking tub? And it just echoed through the house because it echoes through the house now. And she was like, uh, yeah, but, but... I turned back around and went back up the stairs because I was furious. Who comes to a person's house? I have three bathrooms. bathrooms. That's what I was about to say. Come you have out. your own bathroom. Why the fuck are you upstairs and in my bathroom? Right. Y'all, I was so pissed off. I had to lay down and take a nap. I was super pissed off. Like, with a cape on. That's how angry I was. With cape. Super pissed off. I said, you never, ever, ever, ever come to a person's house and get in they tub. Right. Like, what kind of nasty shit is that? I could have something. You can have something. But the thing is that. It's nasty. No, 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 it's not even that. It's that you got two other whole ass bathrooms. I know. So you bypass. Yes. Two whole You bypass the one that bathroom. was right next to the room you were sleeping in. Yes. Walked right past that. Crawled up the stairs. Nope. No. Walked past the other bathroom. No. Came and got in my motherfucking tub. No. I was ready to put her out my house. No. Like off the strength of family, I was like, "You can go. You can leave. 
Goodbye. No. Goodbye. No. That's what I wanted to tell y'all. Is I am enjoying my home. I have since bleached my tub twice. No, um, what the hell? But yeah. I'm still like, are you for real? I'm dead ass. <laughs> I'm ah, dead ass fucking serious. Super would have been pissed. Yes. So this all fits into relationships because it's a family thing. It fits in relationships. Yes. I mean, relationships aren't just romantic. They're really not. I mean, we. I mean, sometimes we talk relationships. We're talking about friendships. Yes. We're talking about family. Yes. I mean, we're talking about significant oh, others. But, you know. I got one other thing to talk about. What happened? Okay, so I know that I told y'all I'm off men, and I really am. But I have a friend. Mm-hmm. Friend, um, and we've hung out a couple of times during the like month or so. I think he's interested in me, but I am not interested in him at all. At all, like he's not your type. He's at not all. something's wrong. Um, I don't know if I even took the time. He just not he not for me. Okay. When I look at him, I be like, hey, friend. Right, no, no, no. Yeah. I know I get that. Because it's, it's some people that I have that are my friends yeah. that people find very attractive. And I'd be like, hey, friend. He, no. That's just a friend. He's just my friend. Yeah. Like, I don't even see him. Yeah. Like, like my best friend, Kenny. I know you listen. Because um, I know you're out to see right now. When my friends see Kenny, they all of my friends, all of my friends be like, that nigga he's, so... He's very specific. That, All of my friends. That nigga so fine. Oh, my God. And I be standing there with a blank face. It's Kenny. Like, and the, uh, this is how my sister said when she saw him one time, she went home and she ran into him. Mm-hmm. And all of her friends was like, oh, my fucking God. Who the fuck? Is-? Like, then her friends was like completely like going Knocking on. Knocking over shit. Yeah. And she was like... She's like, I've known him since I was like 12. So, Man. he's just Kenny. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. Kenny's very attractive. I can say that I'm your friend. I can say you, you fine. But you it still. for me. You still just Kenny. Yeah. Like, I mean, for me, yeah. you know, for other people, yeah. they may want to pounce on you. But, you know, yeah. it just, you know, it is what it is. I had a, my best friend came down here for my birthday and he. Surprised me and walked into the club, and my coworker almost ripped my arm out of my socket. <laughs> she was like, "Who is this fine motherfucker right here?" And I was like, "I have known him since I was eight. <laughs> like, he's just Troy. He's, he's just a motherfucker, <laughs> right? Like, he's just Troy. Like, and I say that because, like, I knew him when he was chubby and he had braces and a big afro, like." Mm-hmm. But you don't, that's not what you see right now in front of you. But I know the truth. But that's what I see when yeah. I look at him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I, so I totally feel yeah. you on that. So I say all of this to say that I have conversations. And when you have platonic friendships, some of y'all don't know what that means. Mm. But when you have platonic friendships, you can talk about anything. So we're sitting at the table and I'm asking him about the women he's having sex with because I don't care. That's. That ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with me. But I care. No, I want you to be protected. Right. You know? And so, he presents me with this scenario. Uh Uh-oh. He says that there's a woman that he's dating. Yes. She said to him, well, I made the decision I wasn't going to see you no more. And he said, okay, but we just had sex. (laughs) And she said, wait. And then she said, yeah, so now I'm confused because now I do want to see you again. 
So, I said to him, I said, I don't think I understand fully what is going on. <laughs> I said, please continue to elaborate, please. So, long story short, she wants to... She wants him to be exclusive with her. But she wants to be to the other people. I think so. I said to him, you are playing second fiddle to a nigga. And he is, she is waiting on that nigga to figure out what he, he wants to do, do. And then she'll decide and what she's doing. she's going to decide what she wants to do, do with, with you. you. Yeah. And he was like, but I said... I said, he said, and I think I'm the only person she's having sex with. I said, that's giving you an edge. Yes. I said, but, but if she's willing to wait on that dude and she's not having sex with him, him right. he's special, boo. Because she had sex with him before. She's not having sex with him now. Yes. She had sex with him before. Exactly. Though. And she's trying to get, she wants that old thing back. Yes. <laughs> I said, so if you cool with playing second fiddle. Do it. Get get all the be the best second man. Get all of it. Get all the coochie you can, sir. I said, but she waiting on that dude. I said, now if you still want to play second fiddle, all right, feel free. So yes, that's all I have for y'all. Now we can get to our second our our subject matter. Yes, of the evening. Yes. Um, we are we aren't doing any uh, toys. For us, and we aren't doing any Kevin Gates is not a, a gynecologist because we want to talk about something that's a, a little bit serious. Yes. Um, a lot of times we just kind of go off the top of our head, but uh, we have recently had people, uh, including myself, who have been in relationships with people who have um, mental health issues mm-hmm. or disorders or are dealing with mental health problems. So, we were talking earlier about how that, in fact, uh, affects your relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, my, um, unbeknownst to me, my ex-boyfriend had been diagnosed bipolar. And he wasn't on any meds the entire time we were together. But knowing that explains a whole lot about our relationship a lot of times i don't talk about it there are times where in the house with him i had to hide all the knives and all the drugs Mm -hmm. um there were times where you know i was afraid i would come home and he would be dead Mm -hmm. because he wanted to harm himself and then he would have those times where he was he was the happiest man on the planet. Mm-hmm. And it was, I didn't know that there was all those things going on. And he had been diagnosed early on, like as a teenager. Wow. And he just, he was one of those people. He did not want to take meds. He uh, was a diabetic and he eventually died of di- of, of complications from his diabetes, but he didn't want to take insulin because it, he had this. We had this running thing in our relationship, is that he just wanted to be normal. He would cry in my lap at night and just say he just wanted to be normal, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what that meant. I mm-hmm. thought he was just talking about being a diabetic, but you know, after the fact, I he meant it was a whole lot more going on with him mentally that I had no clue about. Um, our relationship was very toxic. It was very, um, codependent Mm -hmm. because at that point I had become his caregiver. He, uh, didn't work because he couldn't. Um, and, and the thing was that, you know, he loved me. 
he did a lot of things for me. Like, and because he knew he couldn't work, he did a lot of things in the house that I never, like, I never took out the trash. I had dinner made for me every time when I came home. Everything was clean. Like, he did a lot of stuff in the house to compensate for the fact that he knew he wasn't working, mm-hmm. which I didn't hold. I didn't hold that against him. I appreciated that because it was really less that I had to do. All I got to do is go home. Mm-hmm. I mean, go home from work and just kind of chill. But it, you know, eventually, as his health deteriorated, I felt like so did his mental state, mm-hmm. and just you know, it was it was weird, but it has a an effect on your relationship that a lot of people kind of don't know what they're getting themselves into. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this to deter people, but you have to know who it is that you're dealing with. Like if you have people who are, are diagnosed with things and they're taking care of, they're handling their business and they're taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. then you, you well, those people you don't have issue with. Right. But I was in a relationship with someone who didn't, who didn't want to follow the rules. And so that made our relationship, you know, we were together for eight years. Well, you know, eight is in a couple, and then I took care of him for four more. Mm-hmm. So a collective 12. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was a lot going on that a lot of people on the outside could see that, but because I was in it, I it really didn't, I didn't notice it. Well, you're not going to notice it when you're in it. Yeah. You know, it's different. And then there are things, like you said, you're in it, you're going through stuff. There are things people will never see or never yeah, we'll know. Never know. Yeah. yeah, so it was a it was a lot of stuff. Like I don't I don't really speak to it. And so like when I talk to my mom and I like bring up something and I she'll be like, You never told me that and I'll be like it's not something that I'm running around. I'm going to run around and be like, Yeah, he threw plates at me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna run around and tell people that. Like right. that's not that's kinda not the yeah. things that you say, but mm-hmm. you know. At at the end of the day, I st- I loved him, yeah. you know, for what I could do. But it, you know, you you reach a point where you can't. There's no more you can do, and mm-hmm. that was when I had to send him to Texas, with you know, to be with his family because I couldn't do anymore. Mm-hmm. I was just I was a shell of myself by that point, um, and I think everybody around me could see it, but I just I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like. You know, life starts over again. But, you know, those things are are heavy on you when you're in a relationship with someone who is dealing with those types of issues. So, So, mine is... uh, (laughs) I'm dealing with someone that is depressed. Yes. That knows that they're depressed. Had them never been diagnosed with depression... But doesn't want to seek help. So I don't even want to talk about male pride because I hate it. I hate male ego. I hate male pride. Um, But you can talk to your friends. You can talk to me as your significant other. You can talk to people all day long about how you're feeling and what you're going through. But unless those people are licensed to assist you. And not only just licensed to assist you. But even after you've talked to Let's say someone that's licensed, what are you going to implement? What are you going to do? Right. If it's a situation where the depression doesn't require medicine, it just requires a life change. It requires you to make some some changes, to move some things around. But you so damn stubborn. You so damn prideful that Mm -hmm. you feel like, no, I'm a man, I'll figure it out. 
that's taxing to your health. It's taxing to your heart. It's taxing to your relationships. Yes. It's taxing to everything. And I think I'm at a point now where I have removed myself so far from even dealing with it. And I struggle with it because I feel like, okay, I'm just not a good girlfriend or I'm not a good friend. I'm just not a good person. But I can't, in in all of my friendships, relationships, whatever it is, I'm always like, what are we going to do to fix it? What are we going to do to make things better? And I I come up with suggestions and all this other stuff, but I can't make you do anything. You have to wake up one day and make the decision that you want shit to be different. That you don't want to have panic attacks. You don't want to have anxiety attacks. Right. You don't want to be overwhelmed to have nervous breakdown. Right. And that's that's my uh, all the time. I always think, and I say this to people all the time, I cannot want it more than you do. Yes. Because you're the one that has to fix it. Yes. I, can, I cannot want it more than and you I do. And I can't fix it for you. No, you That's cannot. really what yeah. people need to understand. You can love somebody with 100% of your heart, mind, and soul. But you can't fix it for them. They have to want to fix it for themselves. And then after they want it, they have to implement it. Yeah. And I think that when I was younger, I always thought that I could could fix things. Mm -hmm. And that was why I always, I feel like a lot of times I dealt with a lot of broken people. Mm -hmm. Because I was fabulous enough for the both of us. I can fix it. But you know, and the other thing is broken people drift towards people that fix things. Yeah. They just like, oh, oh, I saw what you did here and I know you could do it for me. Yeah. And I can't do it no more. You know, <laughs> I um I wrote a blog a long time ago about the tape and the glue. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read that? Mm-mm, I didn't read that one. It was, uh, it was funny because... I was watching that episode of Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) This was years ago, but I was watching the episode of Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. And this was before Dr. Bailey got married the second time to her her new husband now. And um, he was pursuing her. Mm -hmm. And every time he would try to ask her out, she was just like, no! Like, she, I mean, like, she was, like, really fighting him to stay away from her. Uh Uh-huh. And I was watching this. I was like, "What is wrong with this woman? Like, <laughs> this man is fine. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm on the outside looking in. You're a little and, superficial. Yeah, some, yeah, I'm being very superficial. <laughs> and um, so she's, you know, she's fighting with him. You know, I don't want to go out with you. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And so she has a realization, and she comes to him, and she says. I can't be with you because you're perfect. Now, now here's the thing. No, I get that. Now, and it wasn't even oh, that, I get that. And it wasn't even that he was perfect. She said because you're perfect, yes. and I am too busy with the tape and the glue to try to hold myself together. And when she said it, I rolled off the bed and hit the floor because I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, you talking to me? Drag me!" She was dragging me all across the ABC studio yeah. like she didn't even know. And yeah. I had to write a blog about it, and I was like. That is why people who are broken mm-hmm. sometimes gravitate toward other people who are broken. Because if we broke together, mm-hmm. we just going to be broke together. Like, yeah. I don't have to live up to any high expectations because mm-hmm. you broke 
just like I'm broke. Yeah, so and let that, me get your glue and you can you borrow get my, my tape. tape. And we can try to hold it together. Yes. And that is, it, 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 was su- it was such a profound statement that Shonda and them had put together that mm-hmm. was so subtle that it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks mm-hmm. on that episode. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. they are talking about me. You and a lot of other women. Yeah, and I and I knew that, and I was like, all but, y'all being dragged. But I was like, good lord, I didn't got dragged by Grey's Anatomy. I'm gonna go to sleep now. But it was it was really like it was really like an epiphany watching that. Like, why won't she do that? And then I thought about all the times that people would pursue me, and I would be, and I would say no to it, mm-hmm. and there was no real reason for me to say no to it except for. I was holding on at the tape and the glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. I have put myself in this space. And you know what's so fucked up? Sorry for the language, y'all. <laughs> Is that um when when I came out of my marriage. Yeah, <laughs> we'll say that. When I came out of my marriage, I was so broken. That I was willing to deal with brokenness yes. in other people. Yes. Because if somebody perfect had walked up on me, I'd have been like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't want you. Right. Give and the, me. And the thing is that when you, because you feel like you're at your level yes. with the brokenness. Yes. That you 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 feel yes. comfortable it because it's you're comfortable with someone who's as broken as you are. Or, or, or a little, or a little less, less broken. broken. Yeah. A little less broken. But, that, yeah. but, that, but that's the thing is that I think that for for quite some time, that is how I have handled relationships. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have I have always been the person who has always been very open to people who have issues. I don't shun people mm-hmm. because you may have this or you may this may be in your background or that may be in your background. Mm-hmm. When in reality I should have. Mm-hmm. And 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 I say that because if if I felt like you know they had issues and I had issues, we were equally yoked. Yep. I was feeling like we yes. were equally yoked, yes. but in yes. reality we never were. No. And that is Kind of a lot of times my sister always says to me, if you would just stop dealing with the foolishness. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but you're entertained by the foolishness. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. But and there's and there's maybe there's a degree of me that's still entertained entertained by the foolishness. Uh But but that is why I feel like I'm very single right now, is because I I want to find somebody who's I'm equally equally yoked with mm-hmm. and I have I don't come across that. And I'm not saying I don't come across that because I, first of all I'm not seeking anything, but I don't put myself out there. Mm-hmm. Like I I know that about me. I don't put myself out there. So that's something that I have to work on, but it's you know, it's a lot of things that go into how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. that you project onto the person that you are in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Or trying to be in a or relationship. Or trying to be in a relationship, but yeah. So, but let me tell you about the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah. Is while I'm out here with my broken self and dealing with broken people, I am praying to God for perfection. And if perfection walked up on me, I would, Girl, shut, would, I would shut, shut it down. You shut it. That is the hypocrisy of yep. it all. I've been out here asking for Sierra's prayer hard, yep. begging for the prayer. Me too. And if what I asked for strolled up on me and tapped me on the you shoulder, would run like I would shit. be like, oh! Man, listen. I will run like Forrest. I gotta go. Yes. I gotta go. I can't do it. Yeah. You would run crazy away. How, 
how ridiculous that is. Yep. The, the the whole situation of like you're begging for it and then if you actually get what you want, you ain't going to know what to do with it. Yeah. Which is why God ain't gave me what I've been asking for because I wouldn't yeah. know what to do with it. Damn it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So just to come full circle. Yes. Because <laughs> we've talked about a lot. We have, we have. I mean, it's just, you know, here's the thing is that Again, if you do have issues, it's okay to seek help. Like, don't feel like you have to do it all on your own. There's a lot of people in this world that walk around with the burden of doing everything. Mm -hmm. You don't have to carry that. And I think that a lot of times, I always say this to my students, because this is an attitude that people have in certain situations. So, like... I work with graduate students. So graduate students come into grad school and they think that they know everything. Mm-hmm. I've done college before. Yeah. I, I know what I'm doing. It's a different, it's a different beast. It's, it's a different beast. But this is the thing is that because they feel like they should know everything, mm-hmm. when they get caught up and they get stuck mm-hmm. and they need help, They're they never seek it. They never try to get the help. Because they were like, I should be able to figure this out on my own. And that is what I'm talking about with people with pride. Mm -hmm. And when there's something going on, Mm -hmm. I should be able to figure this out on my own. No, you should not. No, because if you you could, you You would have. Yes. And if you still haven't, that means you need a little bit of assistance. Mm. Who is out here asking for help? Nobody. Right. That's what I'm saying. And so it's just, you have to, you have to be able to let that go and know that you can get help from other people. Don't yes. be afraid to ask for the help that you need. Yeah. And that's just, you know. And ask multiple people and multiple times. times. Yeah. And the yes. thing is that, and the thing is that even though you ask your significant other in certain situations, that is not the person that you need to be asking the that's help That's why of. I said multiple people. Yes. Because you because can go to boo and boo don't know. Go to your mama. Your mama don't know. Go to your daddy. Your daddy don't know. Go to multiple people. people. Because you never want to exhaust your resources yes. of people that you can have these conversations with. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with a therapist. No, I don't have one. I'm looking for one now. But if you really want one, I got But I I mean, you know, the thing is that like my sister has one. Mm -hmm. She started going to one she met, she searched for the lady, she met the lady, and she said that the lady said something in therapy that she really liked. Like she asked her, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Nisha. She asked. Said her name. Well, everybody knows who my sister (laughs) is. Like, but you know, she said that what happened in therapy was that when she met the lady, that the therapist asked, "Can I go on this journey with you?" Mm -hmm. And she said, and that was kind of what sold her on Mm -hmm. it. Was like, because because she was invested in what in her progress. Yes. And she said, and sometimes when you go to therapists, you don't get that. Mm -hmm. So. She she felt comfortable and that was, you know, so she feels good in what she's doing with that person. I just want to find that person for me. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to kind of understand the craziness that goes on in my head on a daily basis. That it's probably very normal. But, you know, as years have gone on dealing with somebody mm-hmm. who had a mental illness, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have developed, I have anxiety issues now. You know, I think I've had panic attacks. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that I've never, that's never happened before. I'm not, I'm not managing my stress well. I don't sleep good at night. Mm-hmm. So I'm 
I can't be healthy if I don't have those things. You know what I'm saying? And you can't seek healthy if you're not. If healthy. I'm not, yeah. yeah. So, so I do need um, a therapist. I might take you up on that. Okay. Um, but uh, I need to, you know, it's it's okay. I feel like is I, you know, when I was in grad school, my uh, well, what a lot of people don't know is that my first master's degree is in counseling. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of uh, case studies, and I did I wrote a huge paper in one of my classes on why black people do not use therapy and about how it's, you know, it's my his, people, my people, it's my people. historic. It yeah. goes back to their mistrust, mistrust of doctors. Cause you could trace it back to stuff like the Tuskegee, um, experiment yes. and to things like them, uh, sterilizing those women in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. There's a very huge mistrust between the medical community and the black community. There is also the stigma that Jesus can make it go away. And some of y'all, you need to understand that Jesus put doctors on this earth to help you. Hello. You know, yeah. God helps those who help themselves. Come on. He gave you the doctors. Use the damn doctors. Faith without work is dead. Yes. And so Jesus can't, you can't pray. Some things you cannot pray away. No, you cannot. And then you got, you know, the first You got to keep it on your mind. Yes. So you go find some help. Yes. And then you had the people that be like, well, you know. Uh, I'm gonna go to the pastor for mm. some counseling. He mm. is not certified. Not usually is not. He most of the time, if most of the time, mm-hmm. they have their PhD in uh what in religious theory and divination. I said the word wrong, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, but you know what I'm talking I wasn't about. even going. I wasn't even gonna say nothing. Like, <clears throat> no, I ain't say it right because I know I ain't say it right. But they don't have no counseling skills. Yes, not no real. Therapy. They got as much counseling skills as I do. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. So, (laughs) you know, I mean... If anything, sometimes your pastors need to re- be referring you to yes. other people, but they want to take it on themselves, no. and they don't—they're not qualified to do so. That is not where your faith of a mustard seed need to be. No, not at not all in Jesus. man. Look, not at all, Jesus. <laughs> Come on. So you know, <laughs> it get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just—it takes a it, you know one step. It's a, you know, first, you know, what they always say, admitting you have a problem is, is the first step. It worked for alcoholics, it'll work for you. Yeah, so like... Stress you, anonymous. Right, and it's just one of those things is that if it's something that's constant, yo, you gotta go get some help on that. Like, it's, yeah. you know, a lot of us out here have suffered, excuse me, through depression and other types of issues, mm-hmm. but sometimes you gotta, you know, seek professional help. Yeah. Like, my... my Primary care physician gave me medicine for my anxiety because I was in her office acting a fool. Mm-hmm. Like so, she was like, "I'm gonna give you this prescription. Go on, take <laughs> go on, take this." Yeah. So you know that's what doctors are for, y'all. Yeah. Y'all gotta use those services. Yeah. You ain't paying that monthly fee at your job to not use it. Please use it. You do y'all do the annual cleaning of your teeth, right, with the dentist. Uh-huh. Like you see what look what what's the copay for you to go to a third twenty five dollars thirty. You may not even need that. Some of these jobs have EAP. Yes, and you and can you go get... through EAP, and that's six to ten free, free sessions. sessions. Yes, use it. Use your EAP. Yes, like it's. I mean, these things are out here for you to utilize. Yes, like you know, I'm I'm one of those things. Who, anything they got in my job that they say I can use and they gonna pay for it, yes. oh, I'm gonna use it every time. Absolutely. I'm gonna get take advantage of it every time. Yes. So y'all have to do that. Y'all please gotta do that. Yeah. Because, you know, 
Help yourselves. I think I'm done. You think you're done? I think I'm done. Wait, look, what time is it? What time it is? Let's see. I feel like we have given y'all a lot. <laughs> Damn, we did give y'all a lot. Okay, we gave y'all a lot. We gave y'all a lot. I mean, this. I think this is a very strong comeback. Yes. After we've been gone for such a long time. Yes, I mean, absolutely. again, we still want y'all to give us suggestions if y'all have things that you would like for us to talk about. Yeah. Maybe there's topics that we started and we never finished oh, that we might need to go back to. I, um, did, I did get another Q&A request. Oh, definitely. I did. I, I only got one question, but I need more questions. Yes, if we do the q and I'm, I'm all yeah. for the Q&A request. Yeah. Um, Come pop up in these. I think uh, that episode was funny. We also, um, we're going to bring Ru- um, Rudy. God damn it, Rudy. Ooh, he must be talking about you. He must you. be talking about me. Mm. We're going to bring Daniel back so we can finish our Soul Ties Hi, conversation. Daniel. Yes. Hey, Daniel. And Daniel has an art show coming up soon. I'm going to share that information with y'all next week. Okay. Because it's in, it's sometime this month. I think it's towards the end of the month. Uh-oh. And And look, and I probably won't be in town. I won't either. Um, but the, the exhibit will be up in the museum for, till May. Oh, okay. But um, the actual artist talk and like the opening reception it's gonna be is, the, is when we're like going to be the 27th. Yeah, it's going to be the 27th, like when we're out of town. <laughs> but um, what... Um, since I'm I'm advertising for him because I love Daniel. Daniel's um, he's a photographer, and he has I don't want to say it wrong. Daniel, black outlines blue. God damn it! I want to. His photography is basically um, black police officers, mm-hmm. um, and pictures of them in uniform and, and pictures of them out of uniform. Yeah. Um, Daniels comes from a family of police officers. Okay. So he, he's, you know, very comfortable with that world and he was able to make some connections in the Atlanta PD and he was able to take some really nice photographs. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, there's a when he does the artist talk, he of course if you can make that, he will give you in detail what was the inspiration and kind of the motivation in doing it and the conversations that he has had mm-hmm. with those officers. That's a, a lot. Um, to do with it. I think in the museum there may be a little bit of audio with interviews that he did with the people that play in the background. So it's a it's it's gonna be interesting to see, especially with the way, you know, police force is their relationships are with the black community. Mm-hmm. Um it's you know, it's kinda interesting to see that side and see how those people feel and kinda like how they do their job day to day, knowing that there may be that little bit of conflict of interest. And doing my job and then hurting my community. Right. So I think that um, you guys would love it. Um, next week I'll have like the exact dates. So all the information. All the information because I'm a poor <laughs> ass friend. Sorry, Daniel. You were not um, ready. I wasn't prepared, but I, I got inspired to talk about <laughs> it. So um, I'll have that next week so I can advertise that for him. Because I love Daniel and he's very special and he's very talented. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we're gonna bring him back so we can finish the conversation we started with him. And soul ties. And soul ties. So yes. if we have enough questions, we'll do a QA next week. Um, I will have uh Kevin Gates. Uh next week I'm gonna talk about the pH uh balance of a woman's vagina. So that I'm gonna um, find some sex toy to talk about. And I really want to talk about swingers, but swingers that can as, be a, the, as a 
Not the sex swing. Actually, you know what? I'll talk about the sex swing next week. Well, I mean, here's the thing. is, If you want to talk about swingers, we can talk about swingers, too, because I, I, I know some. Are cram all that into one episode? I'm, no, I'm not saying it. What I'm just episode. saying in a future episode. No, I'm saying... I was thinking about just next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, um, just next week. Well, that's why I said next week, because I said if we have enough questions. If we don't have enough questions, okay. we can't really do a Q&A. I'm surfing for questions tomorrow. Okay. I'm on Twitter. I'm be like, you Negroes, they be in my DMs. Ask me questions for real. Man, listen, let me tell you something. Ask me the for real questions. I gave one of our mutual friends um, a, a nickname on, on Twitter today. Did you see it? No. Uh, the Del Taco Ho. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let me tell you. He five seconds from getting muted. Wait a minute. Well, let me he say. five seconds But let me tell you how the Del Taco Ho nope. had chicks fighting. And blocking and calling folks ugly. No, I, I was like, "What is happening?" I saw. I was like, "I was like, uh, for him, jeez, <laughs> like yikes." Yeah. So I was yeah. like, "Ho, ho, 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 ho!" Like, yeah, Figuratively and literally. Yeah, that too. Oh, also, I hope that uh, Manny doesn't mind me saying this. I am a part of a group chat, just to kind of get away from Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um. If y'all want to get in on the group chats, hit me up. <laughs> it's just me and two dudes in there now. So it's like we need like five or six more people in the group chat. So um, if y'all want to get in on the group chat, hit us sister up. We we on group me. So it is oh, what God, it is. So, but um, thank you guys for listening again. Yes, we missed you guys. Yes, I missed doing this because I needed an outlet. Um, I'm gonna be uh, working really hard to finish writing my thesis. So a lot of times I'll be doing homeworks, but this will be my outlet on Tuesdays. <laughs> so um, thank you guys again for listening. Um, I'm glad that you listen. I appreciate all of the listens. My 47 and a half average listen <laughs> nerds of whoever you are out there in the world. Yes. Thank you. I mean, hey, I got fans. That's kind of awesome. I never thought I would have that. So we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Have a good night. Good night.